TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Good morning. Thank you all for being here. Let me uh, first introduce who's here, and then I'll make some opening comments, and then I'll turn it over to... Uh, Mayor de Blasio, to my far right, Dr. Ken Davis from President and CEO of Mount Sinai Health Systems, uh, Dr. David Reich from uh, Mount Sinai Hospital Systems also, Ken Rasky, who is the President and the CEO of the Greater New York Hospital Association. I want to thank him for all his good work. Our State Health Commissioner, Dr. Zucker. This good gentleman you know, B. Grouse, who is the president of the Health Association of New York State, Haney's. Dr. Steve Corwin, who is the president of New York Presbyterian Hospital, Joe Loda, executive vice president from NYU Langone Medical Center, but at one time he had a really important job. <laughs> but... <laughs> And we have Dr. Bobo, Commissioner of uh, New York City Health Department. Um, the first, uh, we're going to speak about the situation uh, that was reported last night with a person who tested positive for the coronavirus. Uh, that, uh, that woman is a healthcare worker. She's 39 years old. She had been working in Iran and came back on Tuesday to New York. Uh, she did not take any public transportation. Uh, as she was a health care worker, she was very aware of this situation and the uh, potential for this situation. We don't believe that she was contagious when she was on the plane uh, or when she took a private car from the airport uh, to her residence. But out of an abundance of caution, uh, we will be contacting the people who were on the flight uh, with her from Iran to New York uh, and the driver of that uh, car service. And uh, we'll be contacting them and following up with them uh, as, as the facts dictate. Uh, the healthcare worker also was with her spouse. Uh, he was also a healthcare worker. So they were both aware of the situation. Her husband is uh, being tested also. Uh, but uh, we are assuming that he would be positive given the circumstances. And he has been following the same protocols that she has been following. Uh, the testing was done at Mount Sinai. Uh, again, since they were healthcare workers, um, 
they'd contacted Mount Sinai before, that they were coming in, and they took all uh, precautions necessary. They are at home, at their home. Uh, she, the uh, healthcare worker, has uh, manifested some respiratory illnesses, uh, but uh, her condition is mild, so she's at home and uh, she's not even hospitalized, even though she has uh, tested positive for the virus. Her spouse is with her. Uh, in general, there is no doubt that there will be more cases where we find people who test positive. We said early on it wasn't a question of if but when. This is New York. We're a gateway to the world. You see all these cases around the world, around the country, of course we're going to have it here. And that's why the whole challenge is about containment of the number of people who become exposed uh, and who become infected. Uh, our challenge now is to test as many people as you can. You're not going to eliminate the spread, but you can limit the spread. And testing is very important. Uh, and that's why the CDC, the federal government's now allowing us to test, is a very big deal. Uh, and will make a, have a dramatic effect on how quickly we can mobilize and respond. Uh, we are coordinating with private hospitals, private labs around the state. We want to get our testing capacity as high as possible. Uh, I said to the people around this table uh, that I would like to have a goal of 1,000 tests per day capacity uh, within one week. Because again, the more testing, the better. Once you can uh, test and find a person who's positive, then you can isolate that person so they don't uh, infect additional people. Uh, we'll be moving a piece of emergency legislation on the state side that will authorize an additional $40 million for additional staff, additional equipment. I want to make sure that the healthcare system has everything it needs. We're going to be instituting uh, new cleaning protocols in our schools on public transportation, et cetera, uh, where they will use a disinfectant. Many will use uh, bleach, uh, which is a, a good protocol in the flu season anyway. Uh, so if people smell, it smells like bleach when you get on a bus or when a child goes to school. Uh, it's not bad cologne or perfume, it is bleach. Uh, and again, we're going to be focusing on our facilities that treat our senior citizens, debilitated people, or immune-compromised people. Uh, because those are the people who are most likely most affected by uh, this virus. Uh, my last point is this. Uh, late last night, my daughter called me, and I could hear in her voice that she was anxious. She had seen on the news that a person tested positive. Uh, and uh, my daughter said, you know, what's this? And I could hear in her voice she was nervous. Uh, and my daughter said, don't tell me to relax. Tell me why I should be relaxed. 
which is a very big difference there. Uh, so I want to make sure I tell the people of New York what I told my daughter. In this situation, the facts defeat fear because the re reality is reassuring. It is deep breath time. This, first of all, this is not our first rodeo with this type of situation in New York. 1968, we had the Hong Kong flu. 2009, we had the swine flu where we actually closed like 100 schools in New York State. Avian flu, Ebola, SARS, MERS, measles, right? So we have gone through this before. When you look at the reality here, about 80% of the people who are infected with the coronavirus self-resolve. They have symptoms. The symptoms are similar to what you would have with a normal flu. And for most people, they treat themselves, over 80%, and uh, the virus resolves that way. About 20% get ill. Uh, the mortality rate is estimated to be about 1.4%. 1.4%. What does that mean? The normal flu mortality rate is about 0.6%. And the CDC says 1.4%, but they're extrapolating from uh, what we know from countries around the world. Uh, first, even on the 1.4%, Again, that is, tends to be people who are debilitated, senior citizens, many of whom have an underlying illness. Uh, that tends to be the people who are vulnerable to this. Good news, children do not appear uh, as vulnerable to this virus. Less vulnerable than to the normal flu. So that is good news. But 1.4%, that's extrapolating from China and other countries. 80%, uh, it'll resolve on their own. The woman who is now tested positive, she's at home. She's not even in a hospital. So the perspective here uh, is, is important. And the facts, once you know the facts, once you know the reality, it is reassuring. And we should relax, because that's what's dictated by the reality of the situation. Uh, I get the emotion. I understand it. I understand the anxiety. I'm a native-born New Yorker. We live with anxiety. Uh, but the facts don't back it up here. Also, we're extrapolating from what happened in China, other countries. We have the best healthcare system in the world here. Uh, and uh, excuse uh, our arrogance as New Yorkers. I speak for the mayor also on this one. We think we have the best healthcare system on the planet right here in New York. Amen. So uh, when you're saying what happened in other countries versus what happened here, uh, we don't even think it's going to be as bad as it was in other countries. Uh, we are fully coordinated. We are fully mobilized. This is all about mobilization of a public health system. Getting the tested, testing done, getting the information out, uh, and then having the health care resources to treat people who are going to need help. 
Again, that is going to be primarily senior citizens, people who are debilitated, and we're going to have a special effort for our nursing homes, etc., uh, congregate facilities where senior citizens are being treated. Uh, and I can't thank our partners enough. Um, everybody is doing exactly uh, what we need to do. Uh, we have been ahead of this from day one, from day one. Uh, it was a big break when the federal government allowed us to do our own testing because now we are actually in control of the system ourselves. Uh, and as New Yorkers, we like control. <laughs> Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.